is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. All right, we got the Denver Broncos and the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are at home for this one, minus six and a half with an over-under of 48. A higher over-under, frankly, than I was expecting. I know the Broncos did put up some points last week against the Commanders. I just kind of felt like that was more luck than actual skill by them, but, you know, whatever. Uh, we do Miami can, can put up some points and can score, though. I'm going to lean towards the Miami side, covering a 6.5 at home. As far as injuries go, Jalen Waddle dealing with concussion. There doesn't seem to be much concern. He was out there warming up today, technically didn't practice, but sounds like Mike McDaniel expects him to be able to go. And Savant Ahmed has a groin issue to thin out this backfield even more. Let's talk about Tua Tagovailoa though, and I'm going to go back to Chris real quick, guys, and then Adam Chase. I'll get back to you. But Chris is our defendant Tua Tagovailoa guy, so I have to get him in whenever I talk about Tua, especially when I have him ranked well below ECR. I still have his top 12 play, but I have him at 11 when ECR has him at six. I I look. I know Denver's defense statistically is not putting up the numbers you would expect. I still think they're a good defense, and it's a small sample size in this one. And then Wild's availability, of course, kind of plays into this a little bit. But we saw Tua kind of do just enough to beat the Patriots last week because the offense couldn't put up a ton of points. The offense did just enough for the Miami side. I think something similar could happen again this week against Denver. I'm not super excited about Tua. I do have him starting, but I'm not ready to make him an elite quarterback option. Chris, are you reading this differently? When you talk about elite, what do you mean by elite? Is well, like ECR has his top six. Do you think it's a top six play this week? I think that he definitely could be can argued to be one of the top six quarterbacks. Right, hold on, so hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead and make your case, sir. I think when you look at the consistency of the quarterback play so far this season, two has been one of the more consistent guys, number one, of all the different quarterbacks. Number two, Look at a passing attack. You talked about Denver's defense being better than it's shown. I agree talent-wise. Rex Ryan agrees with us talent-wise as well. <laughs> the problem is what we're seeing is Vance Joseph is being Vance Joseph, not the one we saw being aggressive for their Cardinals. We've seen this one playing soft zones and getting lit up. Where Sam Howell, Dan, Sam Howell had 299 yards passing. They made him look like he was God in the third quarter, fourth, third and fourth quarter, basically. So I think Tua Tagaloa at home, not in New England, but at home in Miami versus a Denver team that will be hungry. But I'm not impressed with the defense. I think they can score some points against that Miami off Miami defense personally. So I think two is going to be able to be definitely in the top ten, possibly that top five. And I think we look at the guy you can maybe bank on, hopefully being a top option. I think when he's one of the more consistent guys you can trust this week. I think it's a small sample size. Denver defense is talented. And as far as consistency goes, he went from QB1 the first week to QB26 in the second week. I don't look at that as far as being consistent. Did he throw 83 before. yards yet? Has he thrown for a buck 15? Has he thrown three interceptions? There's terribleness. <laughs> so I'm just going to ask you this question. Yeah. You he's he's consistent, but that's I didn't think it was terrible. <laughs> well, that's what we've seen for the other guys. Josh Allen, three interceptions week one. Um, tell me the guys that you love. Justin Fields is doing what? Lamar Jackson is doing what? Patrick Mahomes scored 17 points last week with Jacksonville. So I'm going to go back to, like I said, consistency-wise, yes, maybe not talking about where he finished fantasy-wise, but as a guy you can bank on getting at least 250 yards and probably two touchdowns. Right now, outside that Viking Chargers game, who else are you guaranteed to get that out of quarterbacks this week? Kirk Cousins. 
That was that one was her chase. That's like a Viking Chargers game. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get all right, so we can move on from that one. Uh, Russell Wilson, QB. I have him at QB 18. I'm in line with ECR there, not really interested in playing Russell Wilson. Do you want to talk about Raheem Mostert? So I'm a, I'm a little bit lower in ECR that with Raheem Mostert. They're making him a top 12 running back play this week. I'm not quite ready to make that leap, although if Teron Armstead does come back this week, it'll it will help with that a little bit. Uh, I do him at RB 15, though. So regardless, he's in your lineup, you're playing him, he's been. In the top five running back through the last two weeks. He's had three touchdowns in that time, just going off left and right, and he's getting all the volume. Now Savant Ahmed is out. I guess I more want to talk about Raheem Moser from this standpoint. Adam, is there any chance you find a way to sell him high now, or are you just holding on? Uh, I, I think it depends on the situation, but I mean, a lot of the spots that I have him, I have him as a flex guy anyways, right? Like, he in all of the rosters where I, I got him. That's where you drafted him, yeah. Right, that, that's where I drafted him. He, I have running backs in front of him. So, for me, I, I just kind of want to ride it out because that's those are wins. If I have a top, uh, an RB1, RB2, like flex, you know, in that discussion, right? If I have that in my flex, uh, then I – I'm winning those games unless someone else is putting up duds. And even then, I mean, one of my games, I, I on the T Higgins zero ball, I still won because guys like most certain the flex, you just get such an advantage. So yeah, I, I want to keep him. Uh, definitely there's situations where, you know, maybe I went zero RB and maybe he's my RB two. Then it, it gets a little dicey and I want to, trade him for something with a little more long-term full season value. But in a lot of situations, uh, I, I think you keep him. If you've got him as your wide, if you've got him as your running back too, though, because you went zero RB, if you've got him as your running back too, what are you going to trade? That's going to upgrade you really at the running back position. You should already be set in your wide receiver room. I, I like trade you, him, I would you, trade him for Jonathan Taylor. And I think that was, that was the point that I was going to make. I would but trade is anybody going to make that trade. I think if you're he was drafted enough, as running back 41. Chase, we just talked about Craig Reynolds being a top 36 play potentially or even top 38 according to your rankings because how desperate people are not, running not, back. But that's position. not trading him. That's not that's for this week. That's not trying to trade the guy My for the rest of the year. point is how desperate people are right now at the running back position. And, and I'm not saying you trade Raheem Moser for a one-for-one one here. That's not necessarily what I suggest. But packaging package him along with something him, yeah. and, and doing that, that's more what I do. When I look to sell guys off, I usually don't look for one-for-ones. I usually look to look, package them to improve something. Is it a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end I'm looking to improve? And I package them with something and sell them off for that kind of a value. That's more I'm getting at when you call it sell. No, a one-for-one, I don't know, probably not. But a package deal, that could be really enticing for teams that are desperate at running back right now. So in that sense, that's where I sell. Yeah, I, I liked Adam's original point that like, okay, yeah, you drafted him as a as a low flex or bench depth option anyway. And that can be a real win for your team. I just... I don't know that you're going to find anybody else. If you package him, yeah, that's one thing. But you're, yeah, you have to then. If 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 you're relying on him already as a running back too, you have to bring in something to take the place on a running back too, and that's going to have to be part of a package. You're going to have to dig into some of that wide receiver depth. But uh, yeah, I just I don't know how much you're going to find out, how much interest you're going to find out there because I just think that people are people are are leery of Raheem Mostert based on his his injury history, based on the presence of Devon Achain, based on a whole myriad of factors, including it's still early enough in the season that people have not been willing to let go of ADP yet. Mm. 
I think people are starting, especially if you're zero and two right now. With some of the disappointments we have, people are people are starting to flake out there. Uh, Morgan Man Sports commenting in. What's up, guys? Feel like Drake London will have a breakout game in regards to fantasy, and I have Kyle Pitts as a dark horse to break out in some fantasy points as well. Uh, I love easy money, and I'm taking the Falcons at the 143 money line this <laughs> week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I definitely have Detroit cover in that game. I think that Detroit is the better team, especially we have not seen the Falcons on the road yet. Surprisingly, 0-2. What do I do with this lineup? We'll talk We'll talk QFs. Uh, QF stops. We'll talk about that uh, right after we go to our next matchup. Morgan, man, just to talk with you. Um, yeah, I disagree with you completely on Kyle Pitts, as we made clear on this show. <laughs> earlier uh but maybe drake london has a chance let's uh we have to move on here javante williams continues to be a high in rb3 low in rb2 same thing with samaja perine in that flex territory obviously you love tyree kill and jalen waddle you play him if he clears concussion protocol let's talk a little Cortland sutton here chris i got him at ranked at 44 ecr has him at 42 i actually want to talk about both denver bronco wide receivers in this one because i don't want to play either one Miami's defense has been pretty good against the wide receivers in the first two weeks. First and foremost, Russell Wilson, not only is he not playing well, and I, I look last week it w- was a deceiving stat line. He didn't look good in that game. And he's spreading the ball out on top of it. He's not even focusing the targets in on Cortland Sutton and, and Jerry Judy to begin with. Are you going to play either one of these guys this week, even though it's a high over-under? I mean, I think it depends. It goes back to the Dobbs point. What do you have as your other options? I mean, if you look at it as a flex option or receiver three and some of these, you know, 12 team leagues might be somebody you're okay playing because Cortland Sutton has a decent floor. They're going to have to score some points versus Miami. I think Miami's going to go out there and score, you know, 10 points. Um, Russ has been pushing the ball down the field. I know he's been spreading it around, but Sutton gets involved. Judy's been, you know, just came back week one. There's no other guys that you're really worried about stealing their touches in a sense, where I understand, you know, Johnson had that kind of fluke touchdown at the end of the game. Other than that, he only had one other catch for a touchdown. Um, Midland's had two big plays, but only played about 20 snaps. Um, after playing only a handful the week before. So when you see the guys in the usage, there is no great voltage out there. You're going to have to score versus Miami team. I think the secondary is pretty good, but this, but this defense hasn't been lights out by any stretch of the means. So I think Denver is going to have, you know, one of the receivers are going to be involved. And I think that either one can play as a flex option receiver three. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't, don't totally disagree with that, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing here. Let's go to 